What's up, everybody? Nay Sarantino here, back with another episode of the Guided Spirits Podcast. And today I um, have a good friend, Luke Steimling, with me. Luke, say hi. Yo, hi. And um, we are uh, we are here to talk about uh, psilocybin mushrooms, uh, actualizing your identity, finding your purpose, helping you become your true self, which it goes along with uh, becoming and your best self, learning how to deal with your insecurities, maybe a little bit of shadow work, and just what like psilocybin mushrooms have helped both of us do in our lives. So, <clears throat> with further ado, uh, Luke, introduce yourself. Hi guys, I'm Luke. It's a uh, it's a blessing, Nate, to be on this podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, I'm excited to see where this this kicks off for sure. And I think the first thing we should like, you mentioned shadow work. I actually don't know. Like, I've heard of it, but like, explain more. Like, what that is. All right. Yeah, I love shadow work. Um. So like, you know how like everyone has like a light and a dark side. Yeah. So like, shadow work is like working your dark side. Like, so everyone has like their positive attributes and their negative attributes. But either way, you have to know both of them to actually know yourself. You can know how good you are, but you also have to know every single bad thing about yourself. And the difference between a good person and a great person is a great person knows how to work with their shadow, and a good person knows how to work with their attributes. Because when you turn your biggest weaknesses into your biggest strengths, it's also part like. Part of like growing up is like, what is your weakness? Like, are, like, are you gonna? Do you know what I mean? Like, like what? Like finding your weaknesses and strengths. Like, it, your weaknesses could be somebody else's strengths. And oh. what you hate, somebody else could love. Without a doubt. What you find gross, somebody else could find like delicious. You know, sure. It's all perception, and like, there, like, people. You could see someone in, and judge them immediately, like based off their clothing because they look like they're into this, like, life that you're not into. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, they have the same dreams and aspirations you do. Literally. So, going further into shadow work, when, like, for me, like, I'm, like, uh, I'm a, I can be a very violent person. As a kid, Mm -hmm. I used to, like, I used to fight people for no reason. Like, I, I, like, I was a very small child. I'm, I'm still not that tall. I'm, like, 170 pounds. I'm, like, 5'7". I, I, I've got, done a lot of working out. I've built myself bigger, but I didn't really start growing. Like, I didn't hit four feet until I was in, like, fourth grade. Like, I was always, like, the smallest kid in the grade, and, like, the way I got around being that small kid is I would be very aggressive in my demeanor and in my, okay. like, personality. So let's talk about insecurities. Literally. Because that's, that pro- that's projection, right? Literally. That's, okay, I need to talk to the mic. That's projection, as he's saying. Like, he felt small, so he beat mother... <clears throat> Excuse me for my language. He's, he'd beat people up or get into fights because... Uh, you don't feel big enough, so you gotta make other people feel small. Literally, and dude, that's exactly what people do. Like when, uh, when you're like, whether they were on the bullying track, like. Oh, when, I hate bullies, dude. But dude, that that was I me. Hate that was me in elementary school. I was the kid who was picking on everyone because I was insecure about my size. And like, do you still find yourself like moments where you unintentionally like prey on the weak? 
No, I like, used to, but now I, I like, now I understand how strong I actually am, and I, I no longer do because I've I've come. It's and for me, it's like I, I, Tupac like once said, like only God can judge me, and then like the mm. idea that like yeah. I, I like I really do like believe that like. I'm trying to be the best version of myself, not to like get into heaven, but to make living on earth heaven for everyone. I want everyone to feel like they're already in heaven. I want people to feel like this is their their home. Do you believe we are in heaven and hell right now? Yes, I believe heaven and hell are states of mind and nothing more. Yeah, yeah. I think it really comes down to, like... States of mind. That's interesting. I've never heard anyone say that. It's, like, if you, like, know how... So, the first hermetic principle is the universe is mental. And that means, like, you you literally... You create the world around you in your head. And what you see in your head is what is projected out into the world. That's the second law. That's the law of correspondence. Now... That's why, like, people who are, like, having a shitty day are gonna, may act really shitty towards other people, and the trick is to not let what's going on inside of you project outside of you, and that's how you can turn negative energy into positive energy, or you can turn positive energy into negative energy if you're a shitty person. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I just just hit a bunch of things. You listening just made me think about something that I wanted to share, like... Picture a young boy or a young girl who's in love with singing. Yep. You know, the mom's at work and boy or girl is singing at home. And little does she know, her mom had a long day at work and she comes home stressed and she hears her daughter singing and she says, would you just shut up? You have the most annoying voice ever. And she unintentionally crush that person Cru- like like that daughter forever is going to be oh man i can't sing because i have an ugly voice and but in reality she actually has a great voice and it's just one dude i said this the other day yes. I, I think i don't know if i said it on a podcast but i or if i said it in person um and by the other day i mean like months ago but i like i said this i said like all, it, it was a blog post it was a blog post um Blog is uh, on medium.com slash at savior services. Um, I said, you never know how close someone is to actually making their dreams come true. And you can be the Mm. one person who either crushes their dreams or makes them turn to reality. Yes. And that's why like it, mm, I almost won't let myself, if I'm like, if I wake up in a really negative state of mind, I'll do anything I can to shift it like breathing yoga or anything but if i'm like genius if i can't like shift that i almost don't go out in public so that i'm not ruining other people's day but also i do know those people that are there for me truly when i'm at my lowest and they're not they're not going to use my insecurities against me and like i can tell you're a genuine friend nate like just like uh, where did I meet you, bro? The Planet Fitness in Nashville? Yeah, dude. Bro, I could tell right away when I met this kid. Like, he was... I say a kid, but he's 21, bro. I forget. It's all good, bro. Um, I, I, I see, like... There's a man I right really, here. <laughs> I don't really care that much. It's like... Uh, dude, like... I get called kid a lot by older people, right? Dude, all the time. Kid. It's so annoying. Kid, <laughs> kid buddy, like... Fucking young man. Buddy like, is annoying, dude, it's like It's like everything. I'm just like... I, dude, at this point, like, I don't even care anymore. It's like... 
at the end of the day, I know who I am. I know what I'm doing, and I know why I'm doing it. But anyways, yeah, we should we should talk about like how we met real quick because it's a oh, real, yeah, it's yeah. a funny story. Um, I I just know we were in Planet Fitness. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hey, I'll give it from my perspective. Okay. And I don't. I don't remember, yours. bro. I really did. I compliment you on something. Yeah. Exactly that. But yeah. it, it gets better. So it's like it's like <laughs> twelve in the morning at Planet Fitness, yeah, right? right? It's like twelve thirty, and like and keep, I, wait. Keep in mind, you live so far away from me. Literally, like he and I don't normally go to this. I like never go to Nashua, but like. I, I don't know, dude. Why? You you said you, like, you he never goes to this gym, and like I, and I I had, I go to this gym all the time to work out. Like I used to. I haven't been. This was like two years ago now, and I uh, I just went to the gym like I normally do after my long day. I would go home and eat dinner before I went to the gym because I wasn't allowed to cook late at night, and so I had to go home after my day of community college. I would go to the gym after and I was just doing my lifts and I, I have like a, you know, I'm looking pretty good at this point. And he's just like, like any gym bro, he compliments my physique and I'm like, Oh, thanks man. And, um, we, uh, we end up talking and, uh, Oh yeah. We were working out next to each other in front of the mirror yep. and that's when I complimented you. Yeah. yeah Yep. And, um, and then I, I'm like, yo bro, you got, you got Snapchat <laughs> and, um, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I love, I always, like, I try to get people's contacts in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm I'm on top of, like, making connections. And he's, like, yeah, for sure. And we, uh, we switch contacts. We end up talking more and more. And then, like, a few times throughout the years, like, we, we said we were going to go work out together. And we never, we never actually worked out together again after yeah, this. It's just but like, we knew we wanted to. It's just, like, we both got shit going on. So. Literally. But that's not important. What's important yeah. is, like we we built the foundation of a relationship and we stayed in contact over the over the past couple years through social media. Is that how long it was, bro? It's literally been two Holy years. Holy crap! It's literally been two years because it definitely wasn't in twenty twenty two. I think it was twenty twenty one, and it was fall. Wow. I I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And wow, bro. I like. Uh, what dude i really don't think it was 2022 i don't know <laughs> either I, way either way it feels like it's been a while no, it was 2021 bro because like okay i'll, I'll tell it from my perspective like that yeah okay i remember like we were working out next to each other in front of the big mirrors at planet fitness and the. do you remember like side-eyeing each other yeah and we both are like yo this dude's like actually ripped yeah like, yeah so i like y- you see someone your age and they're working out at like, 12 in the morning. Dude. The also, gym was empty, by the way. Also, like, in our generation and, like, our parents' generation, like, the word, like, faggot gets thrown around so, like, easily or, like, being homophobic is so common, but it's like, yo, you can just admire somebody's physique and not be fucking like, sexually attracted to them, right? Like, you Literally. Can, like, okay, he takes care of himself. That's what I saw, like, in Nate, because he's ripped. And uh, and I also saw, like, water in a Synergy bottle, which got me really interested, because I was like, I mean, yeah, go for it, bro. I like kombucha, too, but, like, why do you got water in that, that motherfucker? Like, um, Yo, I'm trying to think. It might have been 2022, because I don't think I was drinking. I don't think I started drinking out of that spring until... The spring of 2020, 2022. 
I'm pretty sure you had one of these with you. I I, I definitely did. And um, it's crazy. Time flies. Yeah, dude. So that then then like recently you saw he bumped into me um at that same gym when I was working out with my girlfriend, my ex girlfriend now, and uh uh he uh, actually approached. I didn't even know he was at the gym. He just approached me when I was doing like uh lap pull downs I think and he was like yo I got I got spring water here for you and I'm just like yo thank you you actually have no idea how much I appreciated it because it's like it's a gesture dude it's so cool that you like go all the way up to Vermont to bottle your own spring water no not Vermont New Boston New Hampshire oh okay I I do I I couldn't I there's springs in Vermont but dude they're way too far away yeah there's tons of springs around New England I go to have but, you said that on your podcast that you do that? What that I bottle my own water? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, maybe I don't. I might have. <laughs> I, I've been bottling my own water since like I had a friend uh, Luke Ventimiglia who told me about bottling water from a spring, and he he's like, yeah, the water is like a lot more pure. It's clean water, no no chemicals like fluoride, like uh, chloride, um, anything like no 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 bullshit. You can look up tests online. And, like, you go to findaspring.com, and you can find a spring near you. Uh, I'll put the link in the description of this podcast. It's helpful. Um, the, uh, the idea of drinking water out of a spring is just, like, you get you can only get your water so clean if you... And you either have to, A, have a reverse osmosis filter. Uh, you can buy bottled water but you're gonna be using a lot more material so the best way to do it is to this use the gas and reuse containers drinking out of glass limits microplastics even today when I went out to eat with my uh, my friend Danny I brought him out to lunch for a business meeting and um, we uh, we they give us uh, plastic utensils at Press Cafe, and I always bring my metal silverware with me. And I don't even think he noticed, but I just like I put my plastic silverware aside and I use my metal spoon to eat my mac and cheese because I was like, yeah, like I don't, I'm not gonna put like a bunch of plastic in my mouth repeatedly, scrape it up against my gums. That just leads more microplastics in my body, and I, it's Damn. all about purifying your body. <clears throat> Interesting. Man. This is Christ consciousness. That Yo, that's like the definition of it. Yeah, being so, so in tune with what you put inside your body. Like, energy, food, water, air, everything. Yeah, man. I'm going to be honest. I eat a lot of fast food. Dude, it, it, uh... And that's killing me. Well, yeah, it's, dude, it's all this about, like, limiting, limiting anything that's processed. And yeah, mo- most importantly, the thing, thing you got to keep in mind are seed oils. They, that what, they, what they cook Gross. it in. Bro, seed oils are, dude, so, like... They're so bad. <laughs> The thing, this is why, this is my hypothesis on why everyone's having heart attacks. And it, like, and this is why, like, I think humans could live, like, way, well past, like, 120 years. Like, I think the average person could live, like, 100 to, like, 150 years if they cut out seed oils and they stopped using so much caffeine. So, you think, you think caffeine is killing us too? Well, so caffeine increases your heart rate. Right. And then seed oils are, like, they basically, like, coagulate, like, they create, it's not, like, the same thing as, like, cholesterol, but, like, it, it, like, makes it so the blood going through your veins is, like, it it gets, it has less room to move through. I think it's dilation, right, when your veins get smaller. Yeah, and, um, 
like you and you speed up your heart rate so like you you can move your blood faster the caffeine thins your blood like this is just how it feels like for me like i just like understand like this is just how it feels like i i use caffeine it makes my heart go faster moves the blood faster that's why like you can go more you can go faster like people use it as a stimulant so they get more mm-hmm. blood flow while they're working out on top of other things obviously the idea is like if you put more pressure on your heart your heart can't stop your entire life it has to keep going like if your heart stops you die that's called cardiac arrest if you don't if you don't treat your heart well, meaning you put a bunch of seed oils in, you're going to lead to heart disease. You're going to end up having heart palpitations, other heart issues, and you this are going to put extra stress on your heart. That is already the sole, like literally the only organ in your body that like has to go nonstop. Like it, like it literally is going every single second you are alive. <clears throat> Guys, I think Nate is at Christ consciousness right now. Dude, I, I'm telling you, like, this is like. <laughs> You're th- smart as fuck. Thank you. Um, I, uh, dude, I just like this. If is what you don't I, get into Harvard, bro, I'll, I'll be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, bro. I'm telling you, like, I'm, I'm definitely getting in. Like, there's no way I don't. It's just like, I, dude. I can feel it. Bro. I have too much. I have too much to offer the world for like one I little know. thing to Damn. like put it out, like. I loved my time at UVM. I met a bunch of wonderful people. Even every time I go visit the school, I meet more wonderful people. The people of Burlington are great, but I need I need to like really like get some uh, some connections in this like what they call like the Ivy League like district. Like this is like I need I need some people do who you think, like. Do you think like the people that you really want to talk to are like? In these schools, like I, I have a feeling that's gonna help. Um, the other day I was at the Y in Burlington, in Burlington, uh, Vermont, and I met this dude, and he was telling me about this, uh, this doctor down in Stowe, Vermont. Um, let me see if I can find his name. He, uh, I think it was Rick Barrett, but da, da, da. I'm pretty sure it's Rick Barrett. Yeah, it, it is Rick Barrett, Barnett, and um, he's a he's a psychologist in Stowe, Vermont, and um, he he specializes in treating uh, problems relative to addic- addictive behaviors, but specifically with uh, like uh, not psilocybin, but um, psychedelic assisted therapies, and he's uh, he's in he's mm-hmm. expanded his practice into ketamine. And he wants to go into uh, other psychedelics. I, and uh, okay, first of all, I thought ketamine was like a chemical that like you don't want to do. <laughs> nah, so ketamine's like so ketamine's actually like a horse tranquilizer. Yeah, so like why why are people labeling it as psychedelics? Um, I, I've never done ketamine myself. I've had friends who've done ketamine, and dog, you can't label a horse tranquil as a psychedelic. I'm telling you, I'm it, it is. Uh, I'm sorry, it like, is, bro. I feel like no. Oh man, I don't. I don't know what's in it, but at the same time, well, it's ketamine itself is a chemical. That, so it, what's in it is the chemical. Um, but I I've never done it, so I don't know how it affects you. Have you done salvia? I've not. What are the drugs you've done, Nate? Uh, I've done. All right, I'm so. Oh, it's a tough question because everyone, everyone. Well, everyone's gonna know now. So, <laughs> but I haven't really done a lot. I've smoked weed. I've drank alcohol. And I've done LSD, 
lysergic acid, diethylamine 25. I think it's good to be open about. And psilocybin mushrooms. So those are like the how, basic how, four. How are we going to preach the importance of it if you're if we can't be confident in telling You're right. Telling you're, the you world are that right. we've done these compounds. Like, you're right. Dude, you're it's just I'm very so I'm I very get it cautious. Though. No, I totally get it. Like if I had a podcast, bro, with my family and like everybody. No, no, everyone everyone knows I've done it. I I'm very open about it cuz but now like the world the world is about to start seeing where I'm at and like how I got there. Like so this it's like the whole idea like when I first introduced the topic of today's podcast was uh how psilocybin mushrooms can help you actualize your identity. Find help you find your purpose and like really discover where your problems are. Like for me, when I don't, I haven't done psilocybin mushrooms since uh, last September of 2022, and I, I honestly don't ever feel like I need to do them again because of where I'm at in my state of mind. I feel like mm. I walk with God like in my head every day and I have a guiding light internally. You are God. Dude, I made a podcast on it. You are that's God. The name, that's, like, that's the name of the podcast. That's like, dude, I, I swear, like, the <laughs> first time I took mushrooms, that's what I realized. I'm like, wow. You ready? I'm, 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 I have something to blow your mind with, but continue. Like, I'm the universe. You are. I. In, the universe is God, bro. Yeah. Literally. Every, everything is one. Everything. Literally. Me and you are the same, bro. Literally. So like, true. Like we're all the same material: the carbon, oxygen, hydrogen, nitrogen, and nitrogen. Those are the sulfur. four. Bro, that's everything. That's pretty much everything. Yep, and then there's the trace minerals that like are like the things that make people's bodies a little like, bit different. I think about how like we're star stuff. Literally, we're, dude, we're doing no different than the stardust that makes up the Earth and the galaxy and everything else. We're just a little piece of that with this intricate thing we call life. Dude, life, special, life, dude. Man. Think about how how special life is. You know what right. the source of life is? The sun. What do you, dude? So, if there wasn't that sun in the sky, there would be no plants. No plants. No no right. animals. You're right. So, okay, think. Okay, the Big Bang started our universe. Theoretically, there there, there is a scientist on Joe Rogan's podcast that talked about how if there was one Big Bang. Why aren't there infinitely many Big Bangs? Um, and, and there probably are. Yeah, there probably are. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, there's you know, there's multiple universes, right? You know, Dude, the there, there, there is there has to be an infinite amount of universes. All right, ready? I'm gonna show. I'm gonna tell you why there's an infinite amount of universes. All right, so think about you have you can make choice A or B, right? Yeah. You choose choice A, it make, creates a new universe. You choose choice B, it creates a new universe. Yeah. Right? It's this is like you are parallel this is why there's multiple timelines of everything. And then so you go down and if you go down choice A and then you make another choice, that can bring you exactly back on to choice B. And now it's like you didn't make choice B, but you're back on choice B. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I, I, I may have not applied straight to Harvard out of Nashville Community College and went to University of Vermont, but I just made a couple, like, choices that brought me back onto that timeline, and now I'm back on the timeline of going to Harvard. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why this, that is timeline jumping in a nutshell. A lot of people don't understand timeline jumping. Hopefully they got that. Um, now, with that being said, every single choice you make in your life, and I mean down to the 
like atoms. Like, I mean, if I chose to drink my spring water from the spring at in New Boston, it's been repeated an infinite or, time. or if I chose to go to a spring up in Vermont, yeah, it's like, already happened somewhere else. In the literally, universe. like, dude, dude, there's so many springs you can go to. There's so many. Like, I could have gave you a different cup of tea tonight before we started this podcast. That would have created a whole new timeline. And every, there there are an infinite. If we don't understand infinity. Because we think of zero, right? That's also hard to comprehend. Literally, and think like about, nothing. like, literally think about infinity for a second. It, it just goes. You can't. Dude, you know, every thought is infinite until you choose not to put any more energy into it. That's why the, the, the cr- so, so like, creation so like, is a thought. Yeah, like, I'm over here stressing about my ex-girlfriend. Right. And it's like, how much energy am I really going to put into that? None. And there you go. Now you no longer stress about it. None. That's why, dude, you know what I've been telling myself for years? Know who taught me this? Nipsey Hussle. I don't stress. You tell yourself you don't stress for enough time. Eventually, you program your mind. There you go. Like, if you're unhappy when you wake up, like, like, I'm only speaking from my experience. Like, if I'm unhappy when I wake up, uh, I'll actually, like, lie to myself. I'll be like, I'm going to have the greatest day today. And I lie to myself until I believe it. Dude, that's all you have to do. And, that, you know, that's why, uh, dude, you know what? I used to wake up when I, after I almost died in, um. When did you almost die? Uh, dude, from vaping. Vaping's terrible for you. Anyone who's still vaping, if you don't stop, quit you're that, gonna, you're quit gonna. Quit it now, dude, quit it. Literally. Dude, quit it. You're, someone, you're, you're, dude, you will die. There's not enough time, not enough time has passed to know the actual horrendous side effects that are gonna it's all about how much you abuse it in like, the time that you have been I, I using would, it i'd much rather smoke a marlboro than like go, same. Th- go through a cart anymore or a jewel pod yo same like p- like oh man going like junior and senior year in high school every it's so glamour oh uh, we should talk about like the glamorization of like the nightlife and drug scene and like yo yes we should bro. so so here's here's my take um our Oh, what's our generation called? Gen Z. Gen Z, and then boomers are like our parents. Yeah, well, boomers in uh, yeah, basically. So yeah, uh, like I'm 18, so like the generation above mine and our grandparents, like they did all that fun stuff. Like, uh, they had all that unprotected sex. They went to the clubs and like had all that nightlife experience, and they, they like. The rock and roll scene is proof that people took all these drugs and no one cared. People actually, like, they didn't care what they were on. They just liked the music. So, whatever, like, the managers, no. the managers of those artists would just keep, like, whatever this guy needs, get it. Molly, acid, coke, whatever they need, just get it so that they can perform tonight. And, like, the people that would go to the shows, they didn't care because they put on a hell of a performance. But it's like as time goes on, we start to see like how did they get so good at what they did, and it's called hard drugs. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and um, I think so. I think it. Nah, bro. It, well, what they? <sighs> it's, ha- it's, it's hard. Like, it's hard because like yeah. Uh, that's like a part of the. That's it, like it's the such fun a of it. Thin slice because like yeah, they're already talented, but these compounds, like. Comp, like drugs can make you more confident. It's just a fact, and it's so. That's true. Well, I, it's drugs drugs create an experience, and experience I'm, is what brings you confidence. 
when you go through you don't, stuff. You don't need drugs. You don't need drugs to feel confident. So I'm just saying it's like to see our, to hear our parents' generation tell us like stay away from unprotected sex, stay away from drugs, stay away from partying like makes us want to do it more. Oh, without a doubt. Dude, that's why, dude, like, I mean, everyone, my dad was always telling me, like, Nate, stop vaping, Nate, stop vaping, Nate, stop vaping. I'm like, fuck it. Like, why am I going to stop? Yeah, we and have that mentality. Like, I, 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 like, I didn't stop until it was, like, I was on my deathbed, and it was, like, me talking to God, and I was like, <laughs> yo, like, I, he's like, yo, I'll, I'll give you one more chance, but if you do it again, like, uh, you're out. Like, you're out. You haven't vaped since? I hit it. I hit one <laughs> one time after, and I almost died that night. Wow. Yeah, literally, crazy stuff. You like isn't? coughing up blood or something? Nah, dude, that was a straight up cardiac arrest. Like, what? I, I this like my heart. So I started getting heart, heart palpitations, and then I'm like sitting like I'm trying to play this video game, and I keep dying in the video game. I can't stop dying. I'm getting spawn killed, and then all of a sudden my heart starts racing, and then my I'm getting choked up. And then uh, it's like I'm, I start hearing alarms going off in my head. It's like it's like beeping in my oh, head. I'm man. getting really hot. I'm getting really hot, and it's like I'm burning up, and my head's going. I'm, I'm seeing red at this point. Oh, like I'm literally seeing the color red around me, and I'm like, oh no, like I'm actually about to die. I'm about to die. And then I, I get up. I, I drop the controller. I take off the headphones. I walk out of this dude's room. I go into his uh, his other his brother's room, and I sit down on his couch. And I I this I have my cup of tea. I sit there and I'm just like everything's gonna be right everything's gonna be right everything's gonna be right and I, I this like I, I I just like pray I'm like please 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 and I mm-hmm. I somehow made it out alive yeah man like dude it's crazy like it actually is like when when you get that close like it's like alarms are going off like everything like your your head will tell you when you're when you're about to die like yeah, it knows like wait your 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 I, own body knows I, I think, what it feels like I to think, die okay let's talk about it's crazy, bro. How, how NDEs are not, not a joke. We have our... Someone else said this. I'm not sure what his name is, but he... Uh, we have a physical body. Yep. We have a mind. And the energy that, could, like, makes it, you know? Right. So I, I break it down into uh, the, the, the material, right? You have your flesh material. in your blood. You have the, the mind and, like, consciousness. Okay. And then you have the soul, the mind yeah, is what ties the soul to the physical body. You see what I mean? And that's the when you astral project, your soul leaves your body, and you can see the world from oh, wherever man. you Let's want. Let's talk about astral projecting. Dude, <laughs> Yo, I'm... Uh, okay, so cool. let me... I When I first discovered... Okay, so Joe Rogan inspired me to take mushrooms probably three years ago. That's when I was like smoking weed, like really uh, safely, like really just like experimenting. You know, Let I, me, I, yo, real quick. How old do you think you should be before you take psilocybin mushrooms for the first time? Sixteen. All right, I, I'd honestly agree with that. Sixteen, but honestly, as long as you have a, as long as you, the person who is taking it, is able to say yes, I want to take it. Literally. You have to be you have to be positive you want to. If you don't if you're not if, if you're not like, absolute, you shouldn't. Like if you're just taking it to get fucked up, you're gonna get fucked up. 
No, literally, and it. I'm telling you, like when you <laughs> when you get fucked up off psilocybin, like I, I've I've suffered ego death to like the, the massive extents with uh, like psilocybin and with uh, LSD, and both of them when you when you actually lose yourself and you just start like understanding what it means to be the universe from its own perspective, you understand that you you are thoughts, you dude. literally are nothing. Like, you are nothing. Like, I'm nothing. Luke is nothing. Every other person on this so, planet is nothing. So, um... Like, we are the universe. Like, you you are nothing. Like, your ego is gone. Like, forget you even exist. You are only an observer of what is going on around you. Yeah. So, let's talk about observation now. Like, yeah, okay, we also need to talk astral, about astral projection. Well, astral projection and observation go hand in hand because when you're astral projecting, you become an observer outside of your body. Like you can, I can leave my body and look at me and so, Luke okay. in the studio so you right say, now. You say my body, right? Yeah. We, ha- we have a hand. We have hands, right? We, yep. we don't say am hand, am leg. <laughs> we say We say it's my hand, right? Our hand? No, like it, this is my hand. Like this is my hand. That's what people would say. Right. But who am I? And you are who pe- you are. People, people would say like, "Okay, um, I'm Luke Steimling," but no, that's a name. I said that too. That's that's a name. Luke Steimling is a name. This is my body, and I have thoughts. And also to prove that you are not your thoughts, how can you observe something if like, like you, you know what I mean? You continue. So if you are not your thoughts... If you're observing something, you yep. can't be the thoughts. Literally, because you're observing the thoughts. So you're not your thoughts. The th- know what the thoughts are from? The thoughts are from the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records is the source of what has been and what will be. It is everything, including the moment. That is like... This is like... Th- this is like... So like you said, we talk about a big bang. Like, there's a source. Like, you either... you And I believe, like, you go, when you die, you go back to the source, and then you come back and reincarnate. Wait. The big bang, okay? So if, if this is light, if everything is light... Everything is light. No, m- space is mostly, em- is most, mostly empty space. And this is... No, seriously, though, this is... Uh, We're in space. This is all light. What you're looking at is made, but of it's light. not all light. It's it's light and empty space. Empty space is darkness, and the light is what fills the darkness, the void. You see what I mean? You 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 like, and you pick which one you focus on. You can but, focus on the light or dude, the darkness. Dude, like, He's mind blown. No, I'm trying to explain. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no because yeah, I am mind blown. But like, no, it's, it's all good. This um, we're good, dude. It's so like, yeah, the oh man, it's crazy, right? So so, like, so start with it. Start with an atom, right? An atom. You have protons. Neutrons and electrons, right? How much space is in between a lot. each individual a lot. subatomic particle? They're like they're they're glued together, but they're like there's there's even more. Like quantum physics tells us that there's even more. Like it's like 
really, every every subatomic particle is made up of strings that vibrate. This is string theory. And all these strings are vibrating, and this is why the law of vibration is how it is. And this is why if you can control vibrations and control energy, you can control physical matter, and you can control <laughs> feelings, you can control everything. This is why I like, I, I, I'm like unlocking keys of the universe. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're like the new Nikola Tesla. Dude, I, Nikola <laughs> Tesla taught up. me so much. Dude, not know who's know who I've been on lately. This dude, shout out to Billy Carson at Forbidden Knowledge, yeah, and that's been, with a four. He's been trying to get me on Billy, bro. Billy Car, I'm telling everyone about him. Billy, you are a G, brother. Like literally, like, oh, dude, you're talking literally the words of Thoth to the people of the world, and you are like, you deserve a gold star times like infinite. <laughs> So he, he's like, that's a lot of gold stars. <laughs> do you know Terrence McKenna? I do know Terrence McKenna. What about him? Terrence McKenna is a G too. If he taught a lot. If to he us. were alive today, bro. If he were alive today, wh- what would I ask him? What would you ask him? What? I, oh. Hey, that thought came first, so I just what <laughs> threw I, it back at you. What would I ask Terrence McKenna if? If, if y'all don't alive? know Terrence McKenna, he is a. Would you say he's a scientist, first of all, and a philosopher? Yep. And he is so articulate, and he's so articulate at uh, expressing his thoughts and captivating his audience, but he really stresses the importance of mushrooms and pretty much what we're talking about. like How they can help you become better. It's more than that. He talks about... He has groups that follow him like he's God because they listen to they can relate because they also take mushrooms religiously like he does. And he said he'd be hitting the net, hitting it hard if he could have three good mushroom trips in a year. That's hitting it hard for him because you don't need to take it all the time. If you have one impactful trip. That's all you need. I just told you, like, I I don't ever want to take them again after. Dude, the last trip I had, like, universe imploded, exploded, imploded, exploded. Is that when you took seven grams? Yep. Okay. Imagine, like, things imploding and exploding. Like, you are, you become the universe. Like, you literally watch things disintegrate. Like, everyone you love is gone. Everyone, like, and then all of a sudden they reappear out of nowhere. And then they disappear again. And then they reappear. And you're like, oh, my gosh, did I do this? And he's like, yeah, like, stop playing around with psilocybin. You don't need to take this drug anymore. That was God speaking to me. And I said, and I said, are you, re- are you for real? He said, yes, don't take it again. Wait. Not the time. Why? I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. Yep. Nope. My apologies, everyone. Um, so, continue. Um, yeah, it's like crazy. Like, I, I'm trying to I make. I think I need to take. Uh, so he, Terrence McKenna stressed, and <laughs> you must take at least five dried grams. And I have not taken that. I've taken four, and I had a pretty profound trip. But it, dude, at I'm the telling same you, time, I think I need to take five or more. 
I think when you take I think when you take that five to, five to seven is categorized as a heroic a heroic dose. dose yeah and when you take this heroic dose you figure out what your purpose is why you were sent to this planet why you should serve your purpose and what value you actually bring to society this is what I figured out I figured out I am here to share my purpose which is helping people discover their purpose. I help people. What what the thing that my war with drugs and substance abuse? I wrote about this in my Harvard application. I I had a war with drugs because I had a war with boredom. I'm I I, I'm like in 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 the most unprideful terms. I know that I am intelligent and I learn quickly. When you are this kind of a person, you get bored very quickly when people keep showing you the same thing over and over again. So what do you do? You start doing drugs. Because drugs make life fun until they aren't fun. Know why? Because drugs stop being fun when you start dying. Too much pleasure is pain, man. Literally, too much pleasure is pain. That's it. And we seek pleasure instead of peace. Literally, and peace is the only way. Peace and love, bro. Dude, that, why do you think everyone, like, dude, the Rastafarian, like, dude, peace and love, like, peace and love, man. dude, Bob Marley, ready? He has a quote. He says, everyone's going to make you suffer. You just have to figure out who's worth suffering for. Yeah. No, I heard that the other day, and that really hit me. Right? It hits me too, bro. Because it's like, <laughs> I want to talk about my ex. No, 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 no. No, no, no we're not. <laughs> but I just thought about it's it. It's all about what, it's what the energy you put into people. Yeah. Rem- all right, so. I'm a, I'm a, I'll bring it up real quick to give people a, a little hint. Um, he was telling me about one of his toxic ex, toxic exes. I've also had a toxic ex. The best way to get over said toxic ex is to put zero energy into them. This is exactly what my toxic ex did to me, and this is what I realized I need to do with her. And this is exactly what Luke needs to do with his. When you have toxic love with someone, the only way to get over this love is to put no energy into it due to the fact that you're going to have a toxic love and you're going to have a healthy love. Look, I'm going to say it's as simple. Anyone listening right now, it is as simple as if you are stressing at all about their whereabouts or their intentions, mainly their intentions. If you're questioning the motives behind that, they're not the one. They're they're not the one. Literally, if oh, that's so well said, dude. Intentions are everything. No, seriously. And no, and I had a, I had another friend. You can't be questioning dude, your partners, and that's toxic. That is beyond dude, toxic. I had a, I had another friend, and this is a, this is why I I can't be friends with uh, this other dude, Luke. Um, I I I questioned his intentions for me, and this L- is because there's probably what jealousy. Dude, I, I think so. Yeah. I think he I think it was I think it always came down to he was jealous over my body. Yeah. Like he no, like he, he he's not he's not as built as me. He's a he's a he I think he's smarter than me in many cases. And I think he's a very sharp, intelligent young man and, and I think he well, has everything going for him. So let's yeah, you're not gonna be friends with everybody and let's also talk about What do we bro? Let's we? let's also talk about how like there will always be Someone better. Someone than with you. a better body. Someone with a nicer car. Someone with a bigger dick. If that's what you, <laughs> that's what you desire. No, but it's the truth. It's the truth, bro. There's, and if you're a girl, there's gonna be a chick with bigger tits, or like, seriously, that person that you see with a Maserati driving down the street with a really hot girl 
in the car, their life is probably not as good as you think it is. You know, like he probably lied and cheated his way to get there, and she's probably a prostitute. That's and, and that doesn't even have to be the case. He may have worked his ass off and for dude, that. No, but I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's like I, you look at my best example is uh, Ryan Stuman. I, I I think this dude is doing a great job. But you know what? He went to jail for selling cocaine, and he ended up having to serve like a year and a half or something like that. He's so lucky he got out of serving the sentence they were going to give him. And know what he did? He He's worked his absolute like nuts off every day of his life since like he got out and if you look at him now i don't know what his net worth is but i guarantee it's over 10 million mm. and excuse yeah. me now dude it's like this dude like i mean he literally if you look at his life there's like not a single section of his life that like isn't admirable yeah, but so. you know what he had to go through it like he served his time in prison like he he messed with that drug world. He played with that gang shit. Like yeah. when you How when do you, you do that, you ha- you can either you can either go down the rabbit hole further and go into the darkness, or you can you can look for the light and you can actually find your way out and you can make what we call this mentality of or mindset that it's a mentality in my opinion that you you are in heaven. So yeah, when you see how how do you know? What life you want to live, unless you've lived the life you don't want to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he said that, my power, my my roadcaster said four, 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 and I looked at it right as he said it, and I've done exactly what he said, and like that's what UVM was like for me. UVM, I met a lot of great people, but it was not the life I want to live. That's no. why I'm going to Harvard because that is the life and I want to live. You simply just move on. Literally, you just have to let go and move on. It, like, ex- like, I we before the podcast was on, uh, I mentioned the Nate. I believe truly, like free will is. It's free. Th- that's it. It's, it's that's you, the tricky thing though, because wait. here's what I'm about to propose. I think everybody has a predetermined path. And what did I say? And you w- said that while we were walking in the mall earlier. What did I say to that? Do you remember? You said yeah, like we can all make you. We a, all make our choice. A choice. And you're either gonna go with the grain or against the grain. You can, you're either you you are destined for path A, right? But, but you're either gonna go path A dude, or I B. It's really tricky for my mind to wrap my head around that because I'm like the words I'm saying to you right now, trying to get you to understand. I feel like this is already predetermined. It is. We're just observing it. It is, and we, we're just observing our bodies trying to fucking understand each other because. In this material world, we're going to do some cool shit. We're going to do some really cool shit, man. And this is how we're man- manifesting sh- like things. Order. We're, we're, uh, we're, zoom out, bro. We're two monkeys in a basement. You <laughs> Literally. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Podcast studio. I built it in my parents' basement. It's so beautiful. I put a, I got a, I, the, so I'm about to get some camera equipment for everything. Um, it took me a while. I just, I just spent, um, like probably close to $500 getting a couple computers fixed after they, uh, after they got a little whacked out by, um, who knows what, let's just say they got hacked. Um, after saying this, I'm moving forward and I'm never going to let that happen again. This, because I said it.
That's the truth. Now, going back to what's important, we got to finish this talk about psilocybin mushrooms. We got kind of so, off track. Yeah, we did. But, but all, all at I the same time, I want to say one thing about astral projection. All right, word, because I have another topic I want to talk about after that. All right, so I just have one experience I want to share because uh, I got talking about Joe Rogan and how he inspired me to do mushrooms. And, and that's this, what is, I this goes, to say. dude, this is going to go hand in hand with Joe Rogan. That's what I want. Yes, yes, that's what I. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I brought up Joe because it, it. Go into astral projection first. Yeah, because it, like. It goes, it go, they all, it, it him inspiring here. me to take mushrooms inspired me to do more research on myself and do meditation and astral project, learn how to do that. So I tried astral projecting so many times until it actually worked. And what you do, the, the best way to do it is to set an alarm six hours from when you fall asleep. So you wake up in REM sleep. So then you are real. Your body is so tired, but your mind's awake. So you allow your body to fall asleep really easily, but you keep your mind awake, and that's how you astral project easy, easier. Because it, it really takes a lot of willpower to even want to do it. So my, fir- my <laughs> the first experience I had with astral projecting scared me so much I haven't done it since. But now I really want to try it again. I was in my bed, and I did that. I you know woke up six hours after I um, had fallen asleep. And sure enough, five minutes, maybe two minutes go by. I, I mean, I just like my alarm goes off and I'm just dozing off. And my mind is still very awake and I, I am dreaming now. And I just feel like I'm actually in my body now. Like I'm, I don't feel like I'm dreaming. All of a sudden, I just wake up in the room below where I'm actually sleeping. Literally the room directly below my physical body in the basement, I'm sleeping upstairs, I wake up downstairs, I look at my hands in realization that I'm awake, and then I immediately wake back up upstairs in my bed, scared shitless, because that I had heard of what astral projecting is, and I had done similar things, like flying, pretending I'm flying through... Uh, my my dream state through guided meditations and such, but I did this by myself, and I truly felt that my physical body woke up. And when I scared myself, I woke back up into reality, and that's that's like that was trippy, dude. It's so true, dude. I like. I travel the world when I astral project. I just go. I go to the. I go to the places I want to see. Mostly, the, I. I almost every time that I just go to Cairo. I. I love the pyramids, bro. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I want to build a house, right there. So like when I w- wake up in the morning, I can watch the sunrise of the pyramids. But I really want to watch the moon rise over the pyramids. I like moon rises mm. better than sunrises. Hmm. Mm. Depends. No, nah, bro. Do, Depends do, on how cloudy it is, you know. No, nah, f- clear, clear sky, oh, clear man. sky, moonrise over the water, bro. Have you ever seen one? Yeah, yeah, it, that's beautiful. But it, at the same like, time, pa- like, it's, it's, at it's, the same time, if it's really cloudy, and it's like, it's got to be just cloudy enough so that the beautiful colors from the sun are showing. Yeah, like that, like that. So like. 
I got another one to show you after. I, I have a cool moon picture too, but like, dude, it's so it's it's sick. Yeah, man. Um, yo. So uh, you're more attracted to moon. I I dude I because I mean the sun like, I mean, <laughs> dude I I just like it's like you gotta be the light. You feel like you gotta be the you gotta like. You gotta engulf the sun, and like you gotta take in all the light you can. Like you gotta, you never know who looks at you as that lighthouse. You feel, like so, like you know, like to every person who's going through some shit, like yeah. you gotta be that light for them. Yeah, and oh man, I w- I want to say not everyone is you. Literally, and bro. that is the oh man, it's so easy to forget. Not everyone thinks the way you think. And not you can't get everyone to understand th- what you want them to, and there's so much beauty in that. So take pride in the fact that no one's gonna be you. No, bro, you you're you're you are an individual. So like, know how like know how like everything everything's alive, right? Like everything like. Every- okay, so let's talk more about this because people aren't gonna really understand. Because when you say everything, he literally means everything. Ready? Down to this glass bottle. Yep. So, all right. So, atoms have consciousness because every single individual electron is conscious. This is because of the double slit experiment. I I need to do more research into it to fully explain it. I'll do a whole podcast on it for that matter of the fact. But so this, like, this was an experiment? Yeah. Um, so. uh, let me look it up so I can say it perfectly. Because I know about it, but I don't know everything about it. And if I say it better than wrong, it'll, you know, it'll work. So. The double slit experiment demonstrates that light and matter can satisfy this seemingly incongruous classical definitions for both waves and particles. Basically, this is saying that light can be either a wave or a particle. And when you put light through, when you like shoot electrons, through the like these like two slits, they're gonna behave as either waves or particles, and that means they have a con- they have con- like or when you shoot them through and you put a sensor in there to like look at what how they behave, it's like when they see the sensor, they behave differently than when there's no sensor there. It's because the electrons know there's something there watching them, like literally. You like they, so like everything is like the electrons themselves are conscious in every atom. I I, I can explain it better. I no, I totally know what you mean. It it's why every so consciousness of like everything starts in the atom with the electrons and then it moves out, and that's because the negative energy that's in everything is the conscious, and that's what you move. And yeah, so if everything's conscious, if everything is a vibration, don't you want to attract what you want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how you attract it? You become it. Everything. That's why I've been, when, I, when I'm feeling, when I feel like cold, I say I am cold. And know what? When you become it, you control it. And when you control it, you can get rid of it. So, uh, I, I know you're probably familiar with Wim Hof. I think I am. Oh, the Iceman? Oh, man. 
How do you not know Wim Hof? I see. All right, continue. Okay, so he does ice baths. Yep. And he definitely uh, preaches psychedelics. Yep. Uh, mushrooms, mainly. He said, bro, I'm, I'm also going to talk, uh, forget Wim Hof. I, I think um, Big Pharma is not good. Like, the fact that we take pills to feel okay and... 99% of the population can't tell you what's inside any of those pills. They just, they get prescribed them and they take it because that's what the doctor said to do. And the worst is the 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 mental prescriptions like Ritalin, Xanax, Adderall, those drugs uppers and downers like dude, you know that uh a world take mushrooms. A world full of people <laughs> on stimulants is a world full of people who are productive until they drop dead. Dude, they they like they never sit. They can't stop moving, but they can't. They which means like they never stop working, which is great when you need them to slave for you and build your society. But they don't allow for any time for free thinkers. You know, back when um, back like in Russia, um, they. They used to look at, like, I forget what time and period in time this was. I think it was, like, Marxist time, um, Karl Marx. And uh, they would uh, they'd look at their hands, and anyone who didn't have calluses on their hands because they weren't working hard enough, they would just kill. Because they, they, were, they, were, they were deemed uh, to, they would think too much. And if you think too much, we have to off you. Oh! Imagine that, bro. Ima- oh. Dude, um, dude, this is what they're trying to do to today's society. They're trying to get rid of free thinkers. You see what I'm saying? This has been going on for a while, and dude, it's like I'm telling I mean, you, since like, the beginning of time, people in power will silence those who. This is, dude. This is the fundamentals. This, the Garden of Eden, like this story of Adam and Eve, is not what it seems. Like the whole thing, like. The, like, the release of, like, Adam, like, so basically there was this dude, Enlil, and he, like, he was, like, creating, like, these, like, humans, right? And, like, there was, like, people outside the Garden of Eden, but they had, like, all these guards that had the people locked in, and they were trying to create, like, the perfect slaves, right? People who were, like, people who could work and reproduce themselves, but, like, they couldn't, they, like, weren't, like, a worry, right? Because they were too stupid to, like, actually couldn't do anything. All right, welcome to the 21st century, everyone. Now, you, (laughs) I love you all so much. I'm sorry. Um, And you have, like, a bunch of, like, people, and then there's this dude, like, Enki, he comes by, and he's like, yo, you guys are actually, like, you guys have personalities, and you have, like, identities, and, like, and this is, like, this is, like, the snake, the serpent, like, this is, like, that's the dude, like, the snake is not represent, like, someone who switches up on you, the serpent represents knowledge in the, in the, the, like, the Bible, like, I'm telling you, like, this shit is way bigger, this shit's way bigger than you think, and, like, so, when, when Adam and Eve started to become themselves, like, that's why they got rid of them out of the Garden of Eden, it's not because they ate the apple, the apple's knowledge, bro, they ate the apple, which was, the apple is from like Ia Enki, which is Ia, Earth is literally named after this, like this Sumerian, like I mean, 
basically Sumerian god, quote unquote god, um, named Ia Enki, and now he like he feeds knowledge and consciousness to like Adam and Eve, and they're like all of a sudden now they're like. They know who they are. They're starting to create, like, an identity and a personality. And then they're like, wait, but I don't want to just do this work. I want to go do the work I want to do. And then Anuil's like, no, like, you guys are going to spread consciousness to everyone. I'm going to kick you out. And then they kick them out. And this is, like, the... This is why they deem people who are free thinkers in society insane, and yeah. they they try to they try to make everyone sound crazy. Uh, well, but hit. these are the people who are actually talking sense, and they're trying to spread consciousness to everyone and knowledge. But everyone else just sees someone who is crazy. Go. We're so caught up in a consumer society, we don't even know who that. is at power anymore, because at it is. So brilliantly constructed that it's it's right in front of our eyes, bro. You see, you know George Carlin. I don't. Oh, dude, you know a lot of people, oh, dude. Okay, okay. George Carlin said. George Carlin said. He's a comedian that talks about. Oh my God, the material he would have today. Oh my God, the material he would have. Look at his clips. They have millions of views, dude. Just I listen to any one of his things, dude. We have big malls. What's in between the big malls? Mini malls. What's in, what's in between those? Mini marts filled with shit. We use chemicals that smell good to fill our house that are f- filled with toxins. Why do, we, why do we buy chemicals? We are working to make money. And we spend this money on GMO foods with seed oils. And we have chemicals that we spray in our car and our house and all over our body to make us smell good. When in reality, soap actually makes us dirtier because we're cleaning all of the germs off, which makes us more likely to get sick. So, yeah, our society is making us coddled. And and it's, it's like we think this is normal. When this, I told Nate, I want to go to Africa, this is true, because there are tribes in Africa, like the Hadza tribe, that li- are so in tune with nature, they view America as the place where people jump off buildings to kill themselves. I've heard that. I've heard that exact thing. Yeah. You heard it on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, David, yep. David Coe. David Coe was, yep. was the one that did it. And he, like, David Coe, Theo Vaughn, David Chappelle, uh... Dave Chappelle, not David. Dave Chappelle. It doesn't matter, bro. Yeah, they all went to Africa. By the way, uh, Dave Dave is a short for David. Yeah, I just don't know if his full name is David, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> like they all, these successful people all went to Africa, and Dave Chappelle specifically said, like, he goes there regularly to uh, ground himself, and he comes back feeling a lot more human. Not not grateful. Because we have so much shit here. We have so much pointless shit here, bro. Oh, you're telling me, bro. Why do you think I try to get rid of all of Dude, it? Dude, I grew up in upstate New York, okay? Every, it's like a lot of farmland there. Mm-hmm. And everyone there is really close. Like, like the, the, the town. It's like community. The ta- Real community. The town, yeah, the town is population 10,000. And there's like, everyone knows each other in that town. And right community, and when I moved here in Merrimack, uh, New Hampshire, I uh, there was a huge culture shock because uh, now I'm now I'm seeing I went from kids wearing boots and dirty jeans 
to kids wearing the whitest fucking Air Forces you've ever seen and jackets that don't get dirty any day of the week. And now I'm trying to fit in with them. And, like... I feel you. It's like... That's culture shock. Culture shock is, like... Dude... Imagine growing up in like the ghetto and then like realizing like you you're you're so brainwashed. This is what they do the black communities. They like they're so brainwashed thinking there's nothing more because they've been stuck seeing this them in their entire life. Like the best thing like they can do is like not watch the news and just read books. And this is why Billy Carson has become so smart because all he did was read books as a kid, and now he has this plethora of knowledge that he can just, like, if you ask him a question about anything, he can probably answer it. And that's, like, if, if, we, can, if we can make, like, not only black communities like that, but the entire, like, world, like, I mean, like, they, they don't, they're scared of, like, Africa becoming, like, let's say industrialized like they they know like if it if it happens but even then most a lot of the people there like don't even want it they just like they want like a a chill world like they don't need like all this consumerism as you just said like it's just that's where you find a balance between small community and like going shopping local versus you have uh, amazon where um, you go online and you can get literally anything so you're familiar with shark tank Oh, yes, sir. So there's some wild-ass pitches on there, right? Yep. Also, brilliant idea, but the, the whole consumerism society, I am at a point in my life where I just, like, I have found, like, myself and what I need to do. Is help other people find themselves. Help well. other people, and it's like, you can't be, you. you can't be focused on, like, you can you can be focused on just making money or solely working out or but like what are you doing it for because money can't buy time so what are you working your ass off for why are you gonna buy a mansion if you can't fill that bitch with people you love Right. And like, what, what good is it if you push everyone you love away because of money or because of like greed or because of like, I went to my grandma's uh, celebration of life a couple weeks ago, and uh, there were like a hundred plus people at this church that showed up for her. And I just, I was like, how, bro? It's the impact, the impact that you make to your community. Bro, I'm telling you that you you should have heard about the one for Nip, Nipsey Hustle, bro. That man, he touched a lot of people, bro. He was a prophet. Nipsey Hussle was a prophet, bro. I'm telling you, like that. There's a reason I listen to his music, like, dude. It's he, he, like, he has the the touch. They'll like actually change. When you when you know how to change people with just a touch, like that energy, like the cha- the transfer of energy in a handshake is so important. It's like it is legitimately so important. And every time, like, you, you shake someone's hand, especially when you greet them, like, it's very important to be standing up. Very, very important. And you have to look them in the eye and understand, yeah. like, you like you can see someone's intentions immediately. Like, you can see good, you can see bad, you can see the ugly and the beautiful. And it's all about intentions in this world. If you have poor intentions, 
if your intentions are to get money out of people or to like or to to get an advantage of someone take advantage of them in any way you're gonna be hit with a really hard reality and that's called the truth and the truth is that you're gonna be faced with consequences the universe is not going to bring you more they're gonna take away and there's so much beauty in like you, uh, like uh, J. Cole said, there's beauty in the struggle. Literally, bro, there like, is beauty uh, in the struggle. Dude, every time I think life is getting too easy, I get tired. I'm like, dude, this is so boring. Like, the second life starts to pick up and I actually have some shit to deal with, that's when I get it. And that's why I create shit for myself. People, people always wonder why I go the hard way. It's because if I go the easy way, it's not enough work. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too powerful to do the easy way. Like I need, I need the struggle to make myself better. It's like, what, what, why would I, I can bench 90 pound dumbbells. Why would I go to the bench and only do 45s? I got to do at least 65 if I'm going to actually do something. I need like a, I need like a 30% minus of my max. Like, it's like you, you can't just like go there and pretend that you're lifting weight. Like, yeah, like you're, you're not even going to do anything at that point. I have to do like reps of 33 Every single, every single time, like, that's just so, like, you see what I mean? Like, you need that resistance, like, that's, and it all starts in your head, like, you need to be mentally resilient. Yeah. Dude, it's all, that's what it comes down to, is that resilience, no matter what anyone says to you, no matter what, you gotta stay resilient. Yo, I wanna bring this back to a, uh. Another topic going around psilocybin mushrooms, Joe Rogan. Both of us can relate to this. This is, uh, we going all the way back to Terrence McKenna. We going back, this is actually Terrence McKenna's theory, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, it is. And, uh, so this is the stone the ape theory. So, let I'll, me, I'll let you talk about it. First. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just give like a brief overview about it. So, it's like back back way when when humans were first around and like we were starting to become more conscious and like I already talked about this thing with the garden of Eden and whatnot and uh but we had all the we had these people outside of the garden of Eden, right? Like these homo homo sapiens. Like we weren't homo homo sapiens. Yet. Homo homo sapiens. Homo erectus. Well, like this is like no, but like homo Homo, no, it's Homo sapien sapiens, or is it Homo Homo sapiens? I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. It's not that deep. Anyways, you had, like, the the second version of the Homo sapiens were, like, the... There was these people, like, called the Anunnaki, and they, like, altered, like, they created, like, the perfect, like, slave, like, human to, like, create the world that they wanted. These were, like, the people who, like, who were, like, they didn't create humans. They genetically modified humans to become the perfect builder race. I want to record this conversation that we're talking about. This is why that, this is why humans are who they are now. So, when... I'm going to, I'm listening, but I'm going to add on to that. So, like, uh... Ten ten thousand years ago, ten thousand ten thousand years ago, the uh, size of the cerebral cortex expanded, like huge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. so that's the you know Stone how Ape long theory, it, right? you know yeah you know how long dude like the there was like I don't know like origins of man go back to like around Ethiopia like Cairo like that 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 area of the world like. But you had all these these like these monkeys who like they 
they walk around and especially after like a war, like they would, they'd figure out like, wow, if we go eat these mushrooms, they, they make us feel better. Like, and so they, they, they eat more of them and they start to really start like figuring out like, oh, like here's where we could have done better. And this is why, like when I took like mushrooms for the first time, I started to solve the problems in my life like better and more fully. And it's all this a tool. Like that is what mushrooms are. They're nothing more than a tool, a tool to advance your consciousness and improve your solving problem ability. They help you solve problems logically and they help boost your ability to use intuition. Yes, sir. Intuition is the key. Yes, sir. Preach that. Preach Dude, that. I'm telling you, like, when when you actually start listening to your intuition, and I mean on your life, like that day I told you about oh, the, yeah, the like your gut feeling. When when like your gut when near death experiences, NDEs, that's where your intuition really comes in, bro. Because when your intuition is telling you to go do something, and you know if you don't do it, you're gonna die. Like you know, like you're gonna die if yeah. you don't listen to yourself yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this is like people don't understand intuition until they have a near death experience, and I, I, I promise you that. Like, and some people don't make it through the near death experience because they're too fucking stubborn to listen to their own intuition. And that that stubbornness comes with. Are, are you the type to fight, flight, or freeze? What are you gonna do? Literally, and I, I'm the one who's gonna fight for my life, bro. I yeah, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna this let. I'm not gonna let no grim reaper this take me away. Like, dude, I like I. See, I, the fact that you're saying it right now, it's that that's the next step is like okay. The first step is just believing it, but you like say it all the time. Like, like I I can tell you're going places. It's just like because you do affirm what you want like every second that you can. It's really impressive that I, you like have actually got that to a T. You really, I, dude. I, I don't, I don't even, know if you. To me, it's nothing but second nature. I don't know if you struggle with your mental health because I. I used to. Not, dude. Not, not. Well, no, dude. The, why do you think I had bought a fucking hundred pound bag, bro? Every day I'm down there beating, beating that bag until I can't beat anymore. I beat it until my knuckles bleed, dude. I, I do that because if I didn't. I, I would go crazy. Dude, my parents are I used so to, I used negative. To punch trees, dude. Dude, I, I dude, you see the you see the concrete wall? You see my forehead? Like, bro, I like it's like I, I will smack my head on a wall thinking like, why did I not make a better decision? Like mm, I could have done I could have done so much better. I, I question every do, decision do, I make. Do you think People always tell you to not be hard on yourself, but I think it's a beautiful thing. I think you have to be hard on yourself. I think, I think the only thing. I think no one's gonna be hard on you but yourself. Boom. And I literally like no one no one's gonna like no one my parents kept telling me this. They said no one's coming to save you. I said, What do you mean? I'm like Your parents told you that? Yeah, bro. They told me no one's coming to save me. Damn. Dude. See, that's some shit that you, like, run on your own. Bro, my, my parents, like, my parents just keep telling me, like, no one's coming to save you. I'm like, all right, bet I'm going to save myself. I'm saving myself. I'm saving myself. I'm like, I'm sa- I've saved my own life so many times now. Like, it- Because um, there's a time in every, this is not my quote, but there's a time in every boy's life where they realize no one's coming to save them, and that's when they become a man. Yeah, dude. Literally. Literally. And, like... I, I like I knew like when when I was at UVM and I made like I made my entire plan for my life like I planned it out to the T like I I know exactly what I want to do and how I want to do it 
And like, I love sharing it with people and I'm very cautious who I share it with now because I know there's certain people in this world that like, they just, dude, like they don't have good intentions and it's sad to see. Damn. Dude, it's just like, you always got to be watching out for number one and that's going to be yourself. And then after you have yourself handled, and that's what I mean by saving yourself, you save yourself. Look, you you think, uh, you just said, not everyone has the good intentions and you're right. But I do think, oh man, it's, it's hard to say this when there's serial killers walking around. But I think everyone ultimately means good. Like I, they, I agree. They do everything. They're I, doing everything the best that they can with the upbringing that they've had. Dude, that's where I have a podcast, and my friend Zacharian says this. He says, if I were you, I'd do the same. Yeah. Ready? If you lived the exact same life, and you were that person, and you went through every Amen. experience that they had gone through, Amen. you would have made the exact same decision that they made. Amen. And that's where that quote comes from. Yeah, we all got our own shit. We all got insecurities. We're all... Literally. We all have our dreams, too, and, like... Wow. So, bro, well, I was like, trying to figure it out. Like, one of my ex girlfriends, her all she wanted was a stable family. That's all she wanted, cause she n- never had it. Like her childhood was really messed up. Been in and out of foster care, no like a- real biological parents. Her her dad's in prison. Her mom's a drug addict. Did you know I was adopted from Russia? No. Yeah, those are my adopted parents. Um, I didn't tell you that. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that off air. Okay. But, uh, that makes a... L- it, it's going uh, to help you connect some dots after. Yeah. We, we, we'll talk about it after. It just, I decided to throw that in because I, I was like, I never told him that. So you got those Russian genes, dude? Yeah, like 100% Russian. Like, I think, I'm a, I'm think I got some Mongolian in me, too. Damn, bro. Uh, I'm like I'm I'm definitely like I'm definitely from like the like northern northwestern northeastern part of Russia like you know Siberia excuse me I'm German I can see that I'm fucking German got that blonde hair blue I got, eyes I got, I got that Aryan <laughs> yeah I got I got some German homies shout out my boy Matt Heider <laughs> all right um. Oh, Stone Ape Theory. Let's get back to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I think the fact that I'm still doing mushrooms and I st- you don't, you said you don't need to do them, dude. I'm telling you, once I you, think, I'm, I think I need to do a heroic dose and see what happens. I think once you reach Christ consciousness and like you actually understand what stand what it means to like think as Christ would, now you like start to figure out where like you belong in this scheme. Like the the world is a a symphony from an orchestra, and you must play the proper instrument. If you're playing the wrong instrument, or you're playing your instrument the wrong way, like you can't play a saxophone as a flute. Like you just can't, or and you can't play a piano like a saxophone. Where are you going with that? Well, dude, you got to play the right instrument. You got to play your part in the in the grand scheme. Like everyone has a purpose on this planet, right? So if you serve your purpose, and that's what it that, means, yeah. it's gonna feel natural. You're gonna get everything and that you need in abundance. But we go through our whole lives not knowing what our purpose. We fi- we try to find our purpose. Well, dude, that's why I'm here. 
dude, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm here. I'm here, dude. That's my pur- my purpose is to help other people find their purpose because I know my purpose. That's my purpose. I just told you what it is, dude. That's the truth. Yeah, he is Christ, dude. I'm telling you, like, dude, this is like I'm just here doing my thing, like. And Damn, bro. I, I like I just love life, bro. I, I'm grateful, dude. It just comes down just, to being grateful for being grateful. alive. Grateful for another day on my two feet. Literally, bro. And like some people don't even have, bro. Like you got midgets who are like three feet tall. You got people who are giant who are like seven. I love eight how feet you were tall. about to say people who don't have feet, and then you just went right to midgets. No, but dude, you but you do. You have people who don't even have legs, bro. Dude, know what I? Yo, ready? I'm. Yeah, yeah. This is like sinister, but. People who are like murdering people, like I don't believe in capital punishment. I think we should just start cutting people's legs off. We don't kill, but you you mur- you kill someone, you lose a leg. You kill another person, you lose the other and leg. If, and if you're a pedophile, you get your dick chopped yep. off and so, raped. No, no rape. No, you you don't. You can't repeat the action. You just you just cut cut their nuts off, just like we do to a dog. Oof. Dude, literally, I mean, I mean, dude, like fuck it, like that's what you get. You you make you made your but, choice, and I made mine. Thing. Yeah, cut, cut it off, but then they they still have the ability to touch kids. Oh, dude, what, if what? you touch a kid, I'll cut your fucking... I'll, I'll start touching each finger. Boom, boom. So here's, here's the thing. I think, bro... That dude, if you cut off their limbs, eventually they're only going to have a body. The prison system is fucked. Uh, well, yeah, dude, we don't need it. Like, we don't, dude, it, it's, and think about how easy it would be able to tell a murderer from a non-murderer if you just started cutting people's legs off. Dude, you would, you would be like, oh, oh, that guy's definitely a killer. Oh, that guy's a rapist. He's missing but, his arm. But then, then, then if you see somebody in public with a lost arm, you're like, are they a war veteran or are they a rapist? Well, dude, we won't have war at that point. That's the point. I'm getting rid of war by getting rid of all the people who are killing. We we cut yeah, yeah, any yeah. anyone who's killing, dude. Like war only exists yeah, because of the basically because the Bible is or like, biblical texts are corrupt, and then moving forward from biblical texts, people's souls are corrupt because they have corrupt beliefs. It, it all comes down to inside each individual person. Yes, and everyone needs to reevaluate yo, what they believe and why they believe the things they believe. Yo, me and you are really aware people. I think you're a little more aware than I am. No, you are. Yeah, we're both aware. Trust. But still... We don't need to put levels to it because awareness no, is awareness. No, we don't. You're right. So... Christ consciousness, bro. You, you, I'm telling you, and you're, you're on your way. You're on your... Dude, it, it's not like... It's not something that happens overnight. It's something you have to go through the pain and the suffering to get there. Because pain and suffering is equivalent to how much you're growing. The more you... Dude, th- I'm just, like, looking at you. You, like, literally have... Like, I can... You aren't thinking about what you're doing. You literally are just doing it. Like, dude... It is second nature to you. Everything I, I, that this you're is, doing. This is the, 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 it's really impressive. The Akashic Records, bro. I'm telling you, I'm tapped in. Like, it's a, it's a state of mind. It's like, my, I'm not in my body. I'm out in the universe, in the origins of everything, giving the information to all these people who need to know the truth. And this is the truth. I don't speak anything but the truth. And the second I started speaking the truth is the second life started getting good for me. And I see when people lie immediately because I can read intentions like a book. Yes. I can yes. read. That's I can why look, I broke up with my freaking ex. But I can look at someone and be like, okay, you are a good person or you are a bad person. I can tell like that. What do I... Dude, I don't, it doesn't take anything more than that. And I'm always going to be cautious and I'm always going to be aware of who I play with and who's playing the game, how they want to play it. 
And it's you can learn from everyone, but like you said earlier, you don't need to be friends with everyone. Some people are no. just colleagues. You don't need to. You don't need to force. You're not friends with all your your coworkers. You, you, some people you're just colleagues. You like you work with them. Hmm? Like you can be affiliates. Like you 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 don't you can send people you can help each other out, but you don't need to be like best friends. It's like it's all this like a balancing act. Dude, it's just like I I don't need to explain it any more than that. It's like you need to you need to know who's in what part of the circle, and you're gonna keep having more circles and more circles. Call it the the circle of life. Like it's just you you pick the point, and then you do a circle, and another circle, and another one, and another one, and another one, and then you keep going out more and more and more, and each per each circle connects to another circle. But we actually do it in triangles because triangles are the fundamentals of the universe. It's the rule of three. Triangles are the, there's the reason that, like, fucking trusses are built out of triangles, bro. It's because they're the most structurally, like, sound object that ever exists. Like, a perfect equilateral triangle. Like, dude, that's it. 90 degrees, like, what is it? Like, 60 degrees on each corner? Yeah. Bro, like, you got 180 degrees total? Like, that's the perfect one. Like, and then, you, like, you have, like, the rule of three. Three, three on each one. Bro, literally. That's like, and everything equals nine. And then three, you, six, nine. Three, six, bro, literally, I'm telling you, like, it, Nikola Tesla was a G. Shout out for him teaching me everything he knows. Like he said he would, like. Bro, let's wait till we get free energy out there. When we get free energy going, bro, they're already working on it. I don't even have to do anything. They already got it done. Free energy? Yeah, you know, look up, if you don't know him, uh, there's this dude named, uh, uh, Randall Car Carson. Um, he has a uh, he has a uh, like a after school episode on the hidden mathematics of the universe, and um, he uh, he talks about numbers and how numbers are in everything. And then when you start getting down to it, that the uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza is a blueprint for the universe, and like it basically is more like a blueprint for like the because Earth. Because it's very aligned, bro. The 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 pyramids are so aligned you, with astrology; it is scary, dude. It's it's aligned with the constellation of Orion, um, and so same with the pyramid. The Mayan the Mayan pyramids are also aligned with the dude. Doth built both of them. Like, dude, it's crazy. Like, the, one guy was the architect behind like the pyramids on like our planet. Like, and not just, like, one set. Like, dude, like, I'm telling you, like, this shit is, like, deep. Like, and people don't like to get deep into stuff. And, like, for the first time in my life, I got my dad to talk about God today. And he said, why Why should I believe in God? I said, well, creation doesn't happen without a creator. Yeah. Creation doesn't happen without a creator. Yeah, no doubt. And some individual created it. Some individual was the first person to think, to think the thought, and then the thought existed for eternity because he continuously thought about it. Every thought is infinite until you no longer put energy into it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, if you don't believe in God, where do you go when you die? Back to nothing. There is no such thing as nothing. Exactly, because you came from somewhere. The Akashic records. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's the source. I just told you, that's why I've, I've been speaking out of the source all night, bro. Dude, it's just like you go up into the source and like you, that's where my mind lies. Like, dude, it's all vibration. It's frequency. It's like a level of like being aware of your own consciousness. 
and where you are because levels of consciousness is of is levels of vibration high vibration is higher consciousness and if you control your vibration you control how conscious you are and each there's seven chakras each chakra aligns with a different sofagio frequency and then that's like you have like 174 and 285 for your whole body and then from 396 to 963 you mm -hmm. have from the root to the crown Dude, 963 is the frequency of Christ consciousness. And then you move out from 963 into the Akashic Records. But you can hit other frequencies and go around and, like, orbit different planets. You get stuck. Like, your soul, every planet, like, attracts energy through gravity, right? And, like, you can get caught up in different planets and stuff. And, like, it's all about where you go and what you do with that energy. And that's why, like, th that's how astrology works in a nutshell. Is, like, when you're, when you're, where your mind is and, like, what planet you're around. And, where like, whether you're around a sun, Mars, Mercury, Mars, Earth, or Mercury, Mars, Venus, Earth, um, uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Apparently, there's even more. Apparently, there's another. Apparently, we have two suns in our solar system. What? Yeah, dude. There's so much more. I mean, I, I need to do more research into it. But like, I'm I'm learning a lot, bro. Like, I'm telling you, like, dude, I you I, I know nothing. Like, I'm I yeah. will never think I know a lot. Yeah. My entire I know I'm intelligent, but I don't think intelligence is equivalent to knowledge. Let me let me uh, let me blow your mind. I love people blowing my mind, bro. When when you're doing good, when you think you're doing good, you're not actually doing as good as you think you are. Yep. And when you think you're doing bad, you're not actually doing as bad as you think you are. Ah, uh, very wise. Yeah. It's true, though. Because, like, someone's, gonna, someone's doing better than you and someone's doing worse than you. Literally. And, like, life is like a gym. This is also not my quote. Life is like a gym. You look left and someone would kill to be you. You look right and you would kill to be them. What a, you know, and you're just trying to be the best version of yourself, and that's how you help everybody. Literally, dude, the only way to save anyone is to save yourself. Yeah, that's that's like, dude, if you're if you're a man out there and you're under twenty, don't date, especially in twenty twenty three with modern Western women. Don't date. Focus on yourself. Yeah, literally. Focus yeah, literally. Yourself. Like the they the girls are not going anywhere, and I promise you that. <laughs> Like they 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 need to grow up just as much as you need to grow Ooh, up. Say it again. They need to grow up just as much as you need to grow up, yeah. bro. We all have to grow a little bit before we start trying to get together. Like, like, dude, how this? How old were you the first time you had sex? I lost my virginity a couple months before my fifteenth birthday. I think I was thirteen or fourteen. Bro, it it's was like, young, man. dude, exactly, That's dude. Young. It's like, but like, I it, I the opposite of meaningful. Yeah, the opposite of meaningful. You're like, just, you're, you like, you just wanted it. What do we? What do we? And like, it's so just, stupid. Like, part, I, dude, part of it is like not feeling like you're good enough for not getting it, and all these other guys are getting it, and you're also like, <laughs> not just that. You just want to know what it feels like. What do we? And you want to, you want to confirm that you have the ability to get a girl. As well, like all these things come into play, bro. It's so, it's so, it's so horrendous. And like, 
all the especially around like people hit like sixth grade, fifth grade, and they start they like really are like exploring their bodies and whatnot. Like yeah. people are probably exploring their bodies more in like fucking fourth, third or fifth grade now. I'd say f- oh oh oh. You see what I mean? It's- Dude, the world is a scary place, bro. I man. mean, you the got. I mean, you place, got the man. whole the porn industry. Like, bro, you go on a you go on a website and it let's says, "Are you twenty one plus?" Let's talk yes. about let's talk about porn and the negative effects of porn. Oh, thank, you. dude. I made a podcast about this. It was like the eighth episode. I hate talking with people. I can tell when people lie about their porn use. I can tell, <laughs> right? If, dude. if I bring it up and they immediately are like, "I don't watch porn," do you watch porn? Dude, literally, I'm like, <laughs> you watch porn, dude. It's like I, I like. A few times through the past, like, two years have I done it to watch, like, something that I was trying to explore in my sexuality, and I was like, nah, this isn't it, or yeah, nah. Most of the time, it's like, I want to see if something is actually what I think it is, and, like, you figure out, no. It's yeah. like, dude, that, nothing you see on in porn is gonna be anything remotely close to real life. And when you talk to the, when you listen to what these porn stars and people in the porn industry have to say when they get out, they say nothing good about it. Not a single good word about it. I'm just saying um, that's the truth, dude. You know what I just heard? L- uh, yeah, go ahead. Adam twenty two. And Lena, they're they this they're creating their okay, own. First of all, b- before you even say anything else about Adam Twenty Two, dude, this is good. Before you say this anything is else, he is the biggest meme ever, and I I used to have respect for him. I used to. I've just seen so many clips, and it really grosses me out dude yeah are you ready you ready it really grosses you ready me. he they're hosting a tv show that they get the next person to fuck lena they're literally doing that bro i'm, they, look, I'm looking at nate with my jaw this is like wide open by the way no literally like they they i just saw this like the other day on snapchat and you, i was like think, this okay, can't even be they're real. doing it for money of course, dude. They did the first one for money, and he said, he, he, "Adam, Adam said it, and Lena said it themselves." They were like, "After this, we're not doing any more." Dude, the fact, the f- <laughs> the fact that that Adam and Lena—I didn't even know her name until now—the fact that Adam and Lena were on a podcast and called up that big black dude. Did they actually? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's they, fucked. They up. were on like Adam, Lena, big screen called him up. And Adam was like, yeah, dude, like, you laid it down. Like, yeah, you really laid it down. Like, I, And he asked Adam, yeah, did you watch the video? And Adam was like, oh, I saw bits of it. Probably fucking like, jacked off to it's it. It's like, dude. Got cold. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was like, so funny. Like, that, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Look, to each their own. I could never have a threesome. I could never. I couldn't either, because bro. I've hit this point where not like, even with maybe maybe with two girls. No, if, bro. If I've, I've 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 like I've thought about it. I share, couldn't anymore. Sharing your sexual. I only energy. want it with one girl. One girl, mon- I'm into monogamy, right? But like, it, I could never even consider like tag teaming a girl because like I wanted it myself, you know? Like right? like she's mine. Like I I can't let another guy fuck her. That's. 
Dude, ah, oh, dude, it's like, oh, it's like even when you think like you have a special, special person, excuse me, and like I don't know, I don't like no one knows who my person is, and I'll always keep it that way. But when you have a special person, I keep them quiet. Never mind, let another guy fuck her. Like, oh, it's gross. It's literally gross. Especially, like, for money, that is, like, so corrupt, bro. Jesus dude. Christ. Dude, imagine dude. if money didn't exist. Would you let that, dude, would you let just, this guy just, just go fuck your girl thinking, just for the fun of it? thinking of, dude, Andrew Tate and Tristan were like, maybe being a man isn't for you, Adam. <laughs> dude, I this fucking died. Dude, <laughs> right? You're a man, you protect and provide. You're just letting another dude fuck your girl and come inside of her. Wait, did he actually? Yeah, it was a cream pie video. Oh god, bro, that's ten times worse than just like. I on know, your face too. I know, I know. It's gross, dude. It the thought of it is just like, <clears throat> like I don't want to talk about. All right, right, let's yeah. not talk about Adam anymore. Jeez. No, I agree. Yo, but for real though, like fuck, cuck sex, cuck. sex is sacred. He's that's a, where he, we're gonna end. Adam it. is a cuck, and sex is sacred. What a, sex is sacred. Don't. Don't, don't be a don't be a cuck ass bitch. Sorry, to each their own, but don't be a cuck ass bitch. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but for real, I think that's the truth. Like you, you shouldn't just go let someone fuck your girl. You should fight for that. Like you, th- th- there's not a lot of things like you want to no, no, fight no, no, for. No, no, no. If you're a man out there and you want to be a cuck, I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you to stop because um, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fuck your girl in front of you. Teach her. I mean, I mean, if if. She's the one for you, like. No, no she can't to be do the, your own. She can't be the one for you if she's taking it by any man she can. Yeah, dude. Then she's just a hoe. And um, yeah. Yeah, dude. Unfortunately, there's a lot of hoes out here, dude. Especially at colleges, bro. Think about how many girls get ran through at college. Oh, I was at UVM, and like so, so, there so was there's a lot of a lot of girls there. Let's talk about frats and sororities. Dude, ugh. Like, I don't want to... I would never want to be a part of a frat. No, dude, not at all. And so, like, it's like... Everyone thought I was would be a frat boy when I was at um, Academy for Science I, and Design, and I was like, not a chance. Okay, I don't want to talk about my ex, but I do just because there are some really key things that, like, I could talk about. Remember, don't talk shit about anyone. I, That's right, all I got to right, say. because I don't hate this girl. I love her. I want to make that clear. I still love her. I'm not in love with her, but I love her. So, uh, I don't want to make this like, uh, I gotta choose my words carefully here. Yeah, tell you. She's a freak. We both have daddy issues. Uh, and so, I told Nate. This is this podcast is so many topics on this podcast, so. bro. That's what makes it real. Like so, this is so. like this is like this is like so down to earth. Like you you got like the most in depth science, spirituality, and like philosophy mixed with like our opinions. Can, and I, can I talk about like BDSM? Uh, you should try this way away from it. I just say I keep it down to uh. What happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. All right. So, essentially, like, if you're in in the bedroom, yeah, like, uh, how 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 are you going to, if if you are that freaky, if you're that if you're gonna be that submissive to me, 
and really let me do like whatever I want to you. And if you're gonna allow me to What's have that power, literally, like you, like you're like you then, do whatever you want to me. Then it's almost like I did reflecting in my childhood. Why do I want this power? Like I don't want this kind of a power. Like I just want I want like an <laughs> equilibrium reaction. And she I, wants it like all one direction, and then like nothing the other way. And it's like it's so hard to look past. Um, physical attraction like it you can't deny chemistry so if you're if you're if you get butterflies from somebody like obviously that physical attraction is there and then that will motivate you to get to know each other and then you'll there's obviously that honeymoon phase is real bro honeymoon phase is real when you're just so infatuated with each other you don't care about the red flags welcome to the story of me and sophie you don't care about the red flags so you're gonna look past you're gonna give her a chance. Literally, but I, trust me, I, I I've done I've I've done it and I've learned my mistakes. You, I hope you learned yours too. I did, dude. No, you you can't. That, this goes to girls too, like it, guys and girls. Like if you have a if you have any past pain, don't get in a relationship unless you haven't even remotely tried to heal it. Yeah, no, you should you should be in love with yourself yes. before you try to fall in love with someone else. So if you end the story. So you're never going to find I stand on that. Yeah, dude, you're right. You're never going to like find love from anybody else if you don't love yourself. You need to fill the void with yourself before you can have someone else try to make you better. Maybe this can help a lot of people out there. Uh my ex I don't think she's capable of love, and here's why. She, I disagree. Okay, I okay, yeah. I'll I'll rephrase that. Every every person's I'll capable of love. That. I'll rephrase that. I meant to say I don't think she's capable of feeling love because she had lied to me about her sexual history. Oof. And it took me a while to figure out that she did and she was just ashamed of herself she had told me she had one sexual experience with one person one experience with one person when she was 13 and had nothing else nothing with guys since she she's bisexual and she did things with girls since but three years since one sexual experience and then she had told me that she was raped she she snuck out, got really drunk with aggressive dudes. And she, long story short, she wasn't raped. She snuck out, willingly got drunk, and made a bad decision and was ashamed. And God knows if these dudes ran a train on her. Yeah, I, I bet you they did. Bro, That's that, what I'm saying, dude. That's from what I'm saying. What, from what you told me about this woman, like I bet you, dude, she's a hoe. She is. Dude, hoes are hoes gonna be hoes. Like, you can't blame them for it. Don't blame a clown for being a clown. Literally, like, uh, if, like... Ask if yourself they, why you keep going to the damn circus. This is why Nipsey Hussle made the song, That's What Hoes Do. Like, <laughs> when, you, when you know, you know. Like... Oh, man, if I only knew that song. Like, I'm telling you, like... And you, it took me so long to know. Because she's so beautiful, what, bro. And that's dude. Most most beautiful girls end up being hoes. They, it's like I'm telling you, for every single and, girl, and, here, and, and it's like I'm sorry, I don't. It's like because her childhood was so messed up. 
on top of the fact that she's so beautiful, oh, it just didn't help. It really just didn't help. Literally. Yo, if you so, want if you want to be a queen, you have to have respect for yourself to the point where you will not let a guy get in your pants until you've been with him for at least a month. And I mean that. So I don't care how so bad you like this and, guy. Me and my ex uh, met each other at Buckley's Great Stakes in Merrimack. And uh, we had hung out after work together and uh, smoked weed together. And that's ultimately uh, looking pat, like looking back, that is not how it should have happened, but it's how it happened. We hung out doing pleasure and like engaging in pleasure inducing activities like smoking weed, eating good food and having sex. That's really all me and my ex did together. That's all we did together. You know, when she went off and did her own thing, that's, I don't even know what she did. And that's why we're not together. But because we did those things, uh, she, in the back of my mind, I always thought she's easy because she sucked. <clears throat> Sorry, she uh, she did she. Oh man, I need to not. She, she was good in I the need bedroom. To, I need to not. <laughs> Yo, you gotta say she was good in the I'm bedroom. So sorry. It's all good, bro, dude. It's all about this, learning this how is, the. This is how I talk. You gotta learn how to speak when you're being professional about things that are of a more taboo subject. Yes, you're right. You're right. So. Yeah. Kinda, Take your time. Kind of forgot what I was gonna say. It's all good. Yeah, we can just move on. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. So, really, for like, it, out of all this, like, talk about sexuality, sex, and this, like, what, like, what Luke has really learned is like, you gotta be careful who you get with, and like, I learned, especially, I have a, I have a good friend, Danny, and he's got, he got, he got a baby mama, right? Mm. Meaning, like, he has a little. He's twenty six years old with a four year old right now, right? He had his kid when he was my age, 21. And he, he like, he has to go to court talking about, like, all these, like, child, like, troubles. Like, you know, like, the like, he, like, he's been through it, but he does it because he loves his kid. But realistically, like, it's really hard. Like, he, he wishes it wasn't the way it was, but he wouldn't change it because he loves his kid. You see, that's where it comes down to. And a lot of people won't change it once they have the kid. But the goal is to make a better choice before you have that kid because you don't want that shit to go down. Like, if you don't want... If you cannot imagine yourself having a kid with this person, mm-hmm. you should not have sex with them. End Ooh. of story. I don't care how bad that hurts anyone or like, I'm oh, telling you, that's damn, the truth. That's, no, it is true. Dude, that's like, it's literally like, and I'm, dude, it's and why I have not been with a girl in a hot th- minute this is like, because I, this of This is why it. I want to go to Africa. I just want to, I literally want to see how other cultures live. Like, are the women more feminine? Is it true? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I heard a story probably. about this uh, this tribe in Africa that force feeds um, these women because they love their woman really big. So they make them eat until, like, they throw up. And they I, just, they I, make this. Are you sure forward. it's women or men? No, women. Like the the men force feed their women. 
interesting. And make them fucking Because there's huge. also an African tribe where women select the fattest man. Well, you, excuse me. Or no, the fattest man gets to pick the woman he wants. Well, of course, That's bro. how it is. Yeah, dude, dude, I'm telling you, like, there, there's different things all over the world, like, different cultures, and they do different things for their people. Let's... Oh, I don't man. know. I don't know a lot about it because Let's, I haven't um, traveled. I haven't. I, this is all what I've learned off the internet. My, my ex and I got into some heated discussions about um, pointless things. Like here, I would just bring something up because I knew what she would say. Yep. Here's what I would say, Virginia. Who do you think has it worse in 2023, men or women? And I knew she was going to say women because she's a woman. Because she's a woman, and she feels. A, here's the thing, guys. I mean, uh, girls, women. I think it's a. I think it's pretty equal. I'm gonna be honest. Y'all aren't oppressed anymore. You have the same opportunity. You look in offices, Congress. M- most of Congress is women now, by the way, and uh, yet most of the military is still men. Women have much better communication skills. They they're they're much more emotionally intelligent creatures. And they, what for one thing, they can sense feelings a lot better than a man can. So that's why feminine energy is so oh, important for a man. Here's what really made me mad about my ex. So like that conversation that I had with her, who do you, mm-hmm. who was it worse? That same night, she also brought up like, why, why is it that when a guy f- sleeps around, yep, he's portrayed as a stud? It's glamorized, right? Nope. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out, hear me out. This is very black and white here. Just hear me out. But when a girl sleeps with a lot of guys, she's a hoe. And you're like, hold on. Do you respect what comes easy? No, bro. No. No, dude, and that's why... No. Once once again... Because me and you, we had to work for all the girls to even look at our our way, bro. Dude, no, when I was younger, dude, it was just like... It was not, it wasn't, dude, that's why all, basically every relationship I had in the past was like so, like, they weren't meaningful because I I wasn't looking for a partner. I was looking for sex. That's the Mm, difference. Yo. You ready? God damn. You just shattered my whole perception of my last relationship. Bro, dude. Holy shit, yo. Dude, like, when you're looking for someone to actually have a relationship with. that's the thing. I don't want a relationship. I do just want sex. And, dude, that's the thing. You won't get a real relationship until you find out, until you figure out what you actually want out of a relationship. You have to fit, you have to write, you either have to write it down or you have to mentally know exactly what you're looking for in a woman and your wife when I say a woman. This is why I don't hate my ex because, like, when she would... I just saw that she loved me, and it's like, damn, like, I feel bad that you are the way you are, but at the same time, it's like, you're not doing, like, we played games on each other, so, guys, there was so much drama, and it's like, I, it's not just her, like, it was me, too. Literally. I have to, I have to take responsibility, I put myself in that situation, and I kept her around, because the sex was so mind-blowing, but at the end of the day, your good looks don't matter. How good you are in bed does not matter. It really boils down to, like, if you're just a genuine, good, loving person with good intentions for everybody that you love. And somebody said this, like, when you're finding a girlfriend, you're not just finding a girlfriend. You're finding a sister to your siblings. You're finding a mother to your children. 
truth. You're finding a daughter to your mom and a friend. Like dude, a lifetime friend. Like, like the the person like, like when you go home, you have to be so grateful that you get to see this person mm. and nobody else. Cause yeah, this dude. is the this is the person who like this is why like I think this is why I say I don't share this person with anyone because this person makes me so happy so, that I don't want it, anyone to know who they are because I don't want I I don't want them to ruin what I have. Like I have an egg here. I have a nest and I have I have I have my, I have my pride like as a lion in a clan of lions it's a pride. My, like um, this is this is my family like this is, like you don't touch my family. Like they they no one even knows they exist. It's, don't touch them. Yeah. This is like no one knew that Yeshua had a it family is, um, and a wife. You know is, why? Didn't end up in the Bible because he kept them secret. Dude, that's the truth right yeah. there. No one knew that Jesus had a wife and kids. That's some real shit. Dude. Oh. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Oh, damn boy. Oh, let me um I'm telling you, it's the truth. And no one, no one knows. Lord knows, and some people know. It's all about how deep you get into it. Damn, man. Yo, bro, this podcast is about hour fifty minutes. I think we're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> it's about um, an hour and fifty. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah, dude, we, we we've gone all over the spectrum. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far. Yo, what um. So literally, thank you so much for listening. Like y'all, y'all are the greatest to ever live for real. Like we are in the golden age. Like this is like, like we are building a new society. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, some, some outros. So, fuck. Not good. Outro music. Now on this podcast for Nate. I wonder if, uh, dude, fine, you, you do all the editing, but once you got, like, thank you guys for listening, and, uh, have a great rest of your day, <laughs> and, um, for real, though, like, if you learned something on this, like, anything, like, we went through so much, like, you, you need to understand that life is a dream, you're living in heaven right now, and it's, all about what you focus your attention into and where attention goes energy flows thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day